Hey, how are you? It's Ian Whitworth from the Undestructible website, book, and speaky blog that you're listening to now. Recording for reasons too long to go into in the outdoors, and it's about five degrees, so interesting to see if it sounds different this week. But anyway, what have we got for you this week? It's how to make event networking less horrible. Here's a helpful way to future-proof yourself against whatever the hell is in store in the decades to come. Even if your job is mostly online, going to conferences and industry gatherings is really productive long-term insurance as the nature of work changes. Even though it can take years to break through your shyness and start to enjoy it, I'm a natural introvert. Weirdly, I'm really happy on a stage, but I find rooms full of people who all seem to know each other pretty terrifying. Strong first day of school vibes. We'll get to a plan on how to reduce that pain shortly. Important point, you'll tell your boss you're going for the presentation content so they approve the expense. But your main point should be the conversations. Will your future employer or the customers of your future business care that you've learned from some presentations? Yeah, not really. You can get all that online anytime now. Will they care that you're known and influential in your industry? Oh yes indeed. Your conversations may not lead to direct business. My instinctive ratio is about 1 in 50 chats leads to any form of commercial activity. It doesn't matter. You're building awareness that you exist. I know that sounds pretty humble, but awareness that your brand exists is the biggest task in marketing. Marketers spend tons of time and meetings and presentations finessing their plans for the conventional character of their brand. But the reality for all but a few industry whales is that most people have never heard of you. The same applies to you as an individual. Obviously you can and should build that awareness online as well. You need both. Online awareness is easy to do on a larger scale, but there are risks. Algorithms change. Your expertise on what's hot right now might make you a remember when irrelevancy in the future. And bonds formed online are just weaker than personal ones. I'm sure plenty of people would argue with me on that. Oh, I've got plenty of friends I've never spoken to online and we chat and we're best buddies and whatever. But if you use that reasoning elsewhere, there'd be no need for salespeople in any field. And I'm not seeing a lot of businesses, or at least successful ones, adopting that strategy right now. The in-person conversations you have now deliver payoffs in work and referrals and just general good vibes far into the future. The value of people speaking well of you is yet another of those things like exercise and investment planning. It's easy to put off the work till later because you're so busy. If present day you doesn't work on it, by the time the results of your inaction really start to hit home, it's too late. I think the main benefit of face-to-face contact is instinctive accountability. Because they know you, if they use your brand and there's trouble, they can contact someone they trust who can probably sort it out. Everyone has experience with suppliers where all the contact is via an endless succession of anonymous, powerless customer service drones, a different one each time, and that lack of accountability is a code red risk. Your relationship is a big reduction in that risk. People think brands are like a layer of sparkly gloss you can spray on your company to make it cool and desirable. That's a small element, but the main benefit of brands is reassurance. 
that their purchase will not turn around and bite them on the ass after they commit their funds. Big brands deliver soothing herd animal reassurance, safer to do what everyone else in the herd does. People think they have to be charismatic to win others over, but being reassuring is more effective in the commercial world. And for you, it's easier to face that scary room full of people with the goal of just seem like someone they can trust, rather than find five qualified leads and book appointments with them. So you don't have to pitch your product at these things, despite the advice from the hustle bros about refining your elevator pitch. It makes you look needy, rude, and a rank beginner. If you are a rank beginner, you can't pretend you're not that. Yes, you've read all the fake it till you make it tips, and you think you're coming across as a player. Sorry, people experienced enough to be influential can tell you're a noob in about five seconds, and they're mostly okay with that if you don't give them a cheese ball pitch. The most productive approach is to ask them for advice. Everyone, no matter how senior, loves to be asked for guidance. Many of them will go out of their way to help someone they regard as a nice up-and-comer. You'll remind them of what they imagined themselves to be at a similar age, and you'll have a nice conversation that might lead somewhere. If you're not new to the industry, just ask yourself, what can I learn about the people in the room? Ask questions. Let them talk. Ask them questions that don't relate to work. Few others do that, so you get top marks for being charming and trustworthy. Then, if it's appropriate, ask them for advice on some topic anyway. They love it. So how do you get good at seeking advice? Do your research in advance where possible. Know who's who in the room and work out who you want to speak to and know a bit about them that you can drop into the chat. Obviously, it depends on what you're looking for. Customers, investors, whatever. But you're going to get more customers long-term by charming someone who's influential but not a customer and they'll introduce you to other customers as someone good. When you ask for advice, ask something specific about a real situation. If it's weird, all the better. It makes it an interesting puzzle for them to solve. Asking, how can I make my startup bigger? Is basically saying, can you give me a free training course? It's a boring question they won't enjoy answering, and it makes you look lazy. Do not say, can I pick your brain? Because A, it's a horrible expression, and B, it's a line you hear from greedy, flea-ridden jackals looking for free ideas. Likewise, don't say, can I buy you a coffee? Like it's a generous offer on your part. Pretty sure if they were charging for their advisory time, it'd be more than 4 bucks 50 an hour. It's all in the phrasing. You'll get better results with something like, hey, I know your time's really valuable and you don't have to say yes, but if we could have a quick catch-up sometime to ask a few more questions, I'd really appreciate that. Send them a note afterward thanking them for their advice. That's all you need to do. Next time you see them at an event, it's a whole different experience. I don't want to make this sound too easy. You'll rightly point out that you meet a lot of freaks and clowns at these gatherings. Believe me, I've met more than you. But I've also met a lot of people who are an absolute joy to talk to, whose opinion I value, and who've taught me a lot. There are people a generation younger than me who've become good friends who I can catch up with and have long conversations that have nothing to do with work. Now there's something you really read about on LinkedIn, the tricky task of making new friends as a grown-up. Even if there was no commercial benefit, my life is so much richer for it. 
fasten that name tag, you can do this. Hey, would you like some more business tips from someone who is not a hassle bro? Me! My book, Undisruptable, Timeless Business Truths for Thriving in a World of Non-Stop Change, is out on Penguin Random House. Similar vibe to all the stories you've read here on this blog, and uh, and still the number one customer review rated book on all of Booktopia, on ebook, audiobook, and classic book made of paper. And if you're new here, I do a story like this every Tuesday, so hit follow on the audio platform, and there'll be more of it next week. See you then.